the Woodside Church podcast. Good morning, everyone. Today we're going to be looking at the second part of our series, Season of Hope. And today we're going to be looking at hope is our anchor. I'd like to read from Hebrews chapter 6. Then Abraham waited patiently and he received what God had promised. Now, when people take an oath, they call on someone greater than themselves to hold them to it. And without any question, that oath is binding. God also bound himself with an oath so that those who received the promise could be perfectly sure that he would never change his mind. So God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. This hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. Jesus has already gone in there for us. He has become our eternal high priest in the order of Melchizedek. So this morning we're going to be looking at hope is the anchor for our souls. We have an anchor for our souls, something to keep us safe during the storms of life. Anchors need to be strong and steadfast. And that's exactly what we have, a strong and steadfast anchor for our souls. So this morning, I'd like us to look at three things, waiting, holding on and looking forward. So for waiting, we're waiting for the storms to pass. Holding on, we have something to hold on to during these times. And thirdly, looking forward, looking forward to Jesus, our forerunner who has gone before us into God's inner sanctuary. Okay, so hope is our anchor while we wait. I don't know about you, but I've not had much experience on the sea or in boats. I've been on a few, um, but my knowledge of anchors is nothing like someone who has been on the sea often. So from a marine website, I've got the following information. Anchors dig into the seabed to hold a boat in position. They serve a safety role by keeping boats out of the surf or off the rocks. And on the same website, it said about the importance of anchors. Whether you own a full keeled cruiser, a heavy trawler, an aluminium uh, runabout, a kayak or any other type of boat, your anchor is arguably the most important piece of safety gear you have. Ask any cruiser and they will tell you just how much they appreciate being able to sleep soundly, knowing that their boat is held securely against wind, current and waves. You see, we have a strong and steadfast anchor for our souls, safety equipment. An anchor is safety equipment, strong and steadfast, sure and steadfast. This hope that God has given us, the hope that we have, is an anchor for our souls. During challenging times, what keeps you going? 
from my personal experience, I've suffered physically over a, a, um, a period of time, a number of years, but I've held on to the fact that this, suf this suffering is temporary. I look forward to um, eternal life where there is no more tears, no more pain, no more suffering. I have this hope to hold on to when days are difficult or when the thought might come to my mind, what might it be like in a week's time, a year's time, 10 years time, I hold on to the hope that I have in Christ Jesus eternal life. What we are facing now is temporary. It is passing. It is fleeting. And I think I've realised more now than actually when I was going through it, um, the safety role, the, the support that that anchor, that that hope played in my life during that time. We all need hope, something to look forward to when times are difficult, looking forward to a time better than now. Whilst we wait for the fulfilment of God's promises, we may be buffeted by the winds and the waves, the storms of life around us. The circumstances we may face in life may rock our boat. I remember once being on a boat, we went out to sea slightly, and um, it was just a small boat, and it was raining, and the winds were, were blowing, the waves were a bit rocky, and I was a bit fearful. And sometimes in life, we face challenging circumstances, storms of life, you might call them. But when our anchor is sure and steadfast, we have nothing to fear. You might think of a fisherman on a boat out on the sea, the elements, out the weather outside of his control, the rain beating down, the waves coming up against the side of the boat. What is he going to do? He's going to let down his anchor and place his hope in the strength of that anchor. Whilst he waits for the storm to pass, his hope is in his anchor while he waits. He can do nothing else. He cannot calm the storm. He cannot go down with the anchor to the seabed and secure it there. No, he lets the anchor go and his hope is in that anchor. See, we may be facing storms in our life at the moment. Things, circumstances outside of our control may be illness or job loss, loneliness. Whilst you wait for these storms to pass, remember that you have a hope to hang on to. We have a hope that lies before us, a hope that will see us through any and every situation, a hope that is a secure and trustworthy anchor for our souls. Secondly, we have encouragement to hold fast. We have looked at waiting, waiting for the storms to pass and holding on to our hope, but I'd like us to look at holding on. We have strong encouragement to hold on, to hold fast. That verse in Hebrew says uh, we can have great confidence as we hold to the hope. If we let go of it, what good is that? We need to hold to the hope. When my daughter was first learning to swim, um, we were in a class of very young children, or none of them knowing how to swim, and we were told that the children were to hold on to the edge of the pool, the pool, and we were to say, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's what they had to do. They just had to hold tight. They couldn't swim, but they had to know that in a situation of danger, all they needed to do was hold on, hold on, hold on until help would come. 
When situations around you are unchanging, remember to hold on, don't let go. Situations might be outside of your control, but hold on, don't lose grip, hang in there, help will come. We have strong encouragement to hold fast. Jesus is able to save to the uttermost. Therefore, he is able once and forever to save those who come to God through him. He lives forever to intercede with God on their behalf. That's from Hebrews 7. Therefore, he is able once and forever to save those who come to God through him. He lives forever to intercede with God on their behalf. We are to remain tightly secured, holding on to the hope that's set before us. We mustn't let go. In the book of Daniel, King Nebuchadnezzar had a golden statue made and he had a decree made that everyone should worship his gods and bow down to the statue. And there were three God-fearing men, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, and they refused to bow down and worship this gold statue. Uh, The king said, bow to the ground, he had his heralds proclaim, bow to the ground and worship King Nebuchadnezzar's gold statue Anyone who refuses to obey will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego refused to let go to their hope. They did not give in despite the danger that they faced. They were given a second chance, second chance to bow down and worship the statue. What did they do? They held fast. They didn't let go to their hope. They held tightly. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego replied, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. But even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue that you have set up. You see, they trusted in God and they refused to bow down and worship an idol. They fully held on to their hope in God. Whether it meant extended life on this earth or eternal life with God in heaven, it was a win-win for them and it's a win-win for us. Since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. Here is another encouragement for us to hold fast and to look to Jesus. I'll read it again. Since we have a a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. You see, Jesus has already gone before us. And that's the next point we're going to look at. Jesus has already gone before us. We're looking forward. He is a forerunner. He has gone before us into God's most holy place. We can trust God and God's promises and have hope in what he has said because Jesus has already come and fulfilled those promises. Now we're just waiting for the fulfillment of them. We have the hope of eternal life. Jesus has already died and risen again. He has beaten death. Death is conquered. Our hope in Jesus Christ, in God's promises, we do never want to, we never want to let go of that. Our, this hope is a strong and steadfast, a sure anchor for our souls. Jesus has already gone in there before us. He is our forerunner. 
And that's what it says in the ESV. It says where Jesus has gone as a forerunner on our behalf. Jesus is interceding for us. We can confidently trust in God and in God's promises. He is faithful. We're to look to God. He is the source of our hope. Just like Martin said last week, God is the source of our hope. I want to encourage you this morning to take your eyes off the storm, to lift your gaze to Jesus. Don't look at the rocks around you or the waves, the wind, the rain, but look to Jesus, to that which is eternal rather than that which is fleeting. Our anchor, this is a quote from C.H. Spurgeon, our anchor is within the veil. It is where we cannot see it, but Jesus is there. And our hope is inseparably connected with his person and his work. We have only to wait a little while and we shall be with him where he is. Isn't that amazing? Our hope is inseparably connected with Jesus Christ and his work. And all we have to do is wait a little while and we'll be with him. This morning, if you need to change the direction of your gaze, off your circumstances and, and any uncertain circumstances around you, look to Jesus. I want to encourage you this morning to look to Jesus. And also I want to encourage you, it says in, in every circumstance to be grateful, to give thanks. We have so much to be grateful to God for. Thank you, Jesus, that you are our forerunner, that you've gone before us, that you've beaten death, that the hope that you've given us is an anchor for our souls. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that, you've, um, that you're with us, that we've not been left as orphans, but that Holy Spirit, you come into us and by, your, by you we can cry, Abba, Father. We have so much to be grateful for. So this morning, I want to encourage you in every circumstance, be thankful. If I was to dwell on circumstances, circumstances of rheumatoid arthritis or things that are happening around us, it wouldn't put us in a good place. We are to fix our eyes on Jesus and being grateful helps us to do that. Our hope is sure and steadfast despite the situations around us, because they're not determined by our situations, but rather strong and steadfast through them. We can trust in God because he is faithful. He who promised is faithful. And next week, Tim's going to be speaking to us about God's promises. So I encourage you to, to listen to that, God's promises. So in summary, we've looked at hoping while we're waiting. We have hope while we wait. And we're to hold on to that hope and we're to look to Jesus. We may find ourselves facing storms in life, but while you wait for these storms to pass, while you wait for the calm to come, be reminded that we have a hope that lies before us. A hope that will see us through every situation in life. A hope that is a sure and trustworthy, sure and steadfast anchor for our souls. And let us hold fast to that hope. We have strong encouragement to hold fast. There's no reason why we should let go. Jesus is there for us. Hold fast. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And we're looking forward. We're looking forward. I'm looking forward to that day when I'm with Jesus. No more tears. No more pain. No more suffering. And our hope is strong and secure because we know that Jesus has already gone there before us. He is our forerunner. He has gone on our behalf and he is in God's most um, holy place in the inner sanctuary. 
Jesus has gone before us and he has made a way. Death has been beaten. So as we finish, I'd like to pray. Lord God, I thank you that you are the source of our hope. I thank you that when situations around us feel like storms, we have got a sure and steadfast anchor for our souls. Jesus, I thank you that you have gone before us. You have made a way. You have gone on our behalf into God's inner sanctuary. Jesus, I thank you that you have made a way. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would give us strength to hold firmly to the hope that we have. Would you help us to hold on, hold on, hold on, no matter what circumstances or situations are around us. God, we have so much to be grateful for. Thank you that you are our Father in heaven. Thank you that one day we will be with you with no more pain, no more suffering. And Jesus, I ask that today as we think upon these things, and as we look to you, would you come and remind us of this sure and steadfast anchor for our souls? In Jesus' name. Amen. You have been listening to a Woodside Church podcast. For more information, visit woodsidechurch.com.